Blog Talk Radio. number 14, where each episode I invite people on that I just want to get to know more about. Um, There's some unanswered questions in my head, and I need to talk to them. So this is my way of, instead of privately talking to them, doing it publicly and sharing it with each other, because isn't that more fun when you do things together, like holding hands and hugging? You know, pretty simple, right? You can find our past episodes up on Sarah Tea Time, but also through iTunes, um, including past chats with uh, some of my favorites, uh, Sam Valenti, the founder of the label Ghostly International, um, as well as West Coast comedian Apartanen Churla. That's right, West Coast, because there's still that great divide, and it makes me sad. Um, So subscribe today through my website or through iTunes. It's very easy. Don't be shy. So today's guest is interesting, as uh, it's an actual entity uh, versus just one individual. It is two people. Um, Today on the show, we welcome and build it as liquid television. Um, So today we welcome David Harris, VP of MTV New Media, and Anna Whitehead, consultant of liquid TV, marketing, web, and production. Let's bring them on the show. Hey. Hey, you guys. Welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Of course. What an interesting concept. I wanted liquid television on my podcast, but who would it be? I didn't know who would be behind the, the curtain. It is the entity of liquid TV. We are it. <laughs> yeah, you made us sound much more corporate than I think. <laughs> oh, well, out of respect, I wanted to make sure I got all your titles because... Having dipped into the corporate realm, I know if you don't have those titles listed, you could get in a little hot water. So, uh, well, thanks. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> Out of respect, I give all the big, big ass titles. But when people ask what I do, I'm like, I don't know. I just kind of, you know, get things done. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for joining me on my show. Um, it came about. Well, well, first I had to start the podcast, but before that uh, was. Was it around last year when you guys, uh, would you call it an official relaunch at the end of 2011? We we call that, and it's squishy uh, internet terminology. That was our soft launch. And I think we're still yeah. somewhat in soft launch. Um, you know, it's, we, um, some somebody found the link to the site before it was live, and all of a sudden we were in, like, AV Club and Gawker and everything else. Um and we've kind of been rolling out um, animation a little bit at a time. I, I think, you know, when you say, hey, we're going to launch Liquid Television, everybody wants it immediately. And animation is a lot slower than I think, <laughs> you know, we, we really factored for when we started. Um, but, yeah, it was like fall of last year. So almost a year now. You know, and I I don't even know how I happened upon it. It's it's a very amorphous in the internet realm when you happen upon something, and I saw it, and I and I respectfully and excited to talk to you guys because, you know, this is a memory for people, and it, and I and it's a very, 
you know, this is a very strong memory of what liquid television is. So when I started seeing glimpses of it online, I was thoroughly impressed. And that's why, once again, I'm excited to talk to you today because, you know, when you're dealing with something that was so near and dear, let's say to even me specifically, um, and to see someone bring it into the current times, there's, in, in, in my experience, there's a big fear, you know, with things like remakes and whatever. And I feel like you guys have certainly done a, a good job in, in what I've seen. Yeah, and I think it's been a learning process, too, for all of us, figuring out how to make something that, like you say, was so important for so many people um, and make it translate into something that's so relevant now. So we're, we've kind of been learning as we as we go through it, too. How would you describe for those who haven't seen liquid television? Thank God for um, you know YouTube, you know Googling or whatever right now. But how would how do you describe it to people who have never seen it before? The new like a newer generation. I mean, I think it was internet animation before there was internet animation. I mean, it it was a show that curated like the best short like the best artistic short form animation at the time. I think, you know, it was more about that I mean I think the artistic factor is what sets liquid television apart from back then Spike and Mike's which I think was more about comedy and shock and then you know Adult Swim has definitely come since then and defined its own niche but you know it was great art school short animated films um, from you know new people and like the Bill Clintons and Mike Judges of the World Um, I don't know that's a rambling bad answer no, that's perfect. No, it's true. I want conversations. It's okay. Well, I know it's for in for like for somebody who was 12, right, and only accessed the cable. That's the first time I saw liquid television. You know, being in sixth grade, it absolutely blew my mind. You know, Spike and Mike was not for those who don't. I'm trying to make sure I speak to everybody here if I can. But Spike and Mike was is, is and was a touring kind of um, more pushing the boundaries. Uh, collection of shorts, but I wouldn't. I didn't see that till I was, you know, eighteen or nineteen, when I left home and, you know, found I could go to the theater, different theaters, smaller theaters with more crooked seats and bad popcorn, and go see stuff like this. But you know, being twelve and watching liquid television and seeing this just blowing my mind completely. You know, you never having seen a collection of of things, and it it almost felt pointless in a good way because that's what art is. It doesn't have to. <laughs> have a reason or rhyme, you know, all the other shows um, at the time were very, like, structured and, you know, focused at you, and this was just appreciating art, and that's what I've loved about it. Yeah, I mean, that was my exposure to the show. You know, I was, like, I don't know exactly how old I was, but it's, like, I was in Bedford, Texas, which is, like, between Dallas and Fort Worth, and it's, like, you know, you forget if you're on a coast or in a big city how, and particularly now there's the Internet, so... You know, if you're seeking out artistic stuff, it's easier to find. But I think, you know, back then, I mean, it was part of why I ended up going to art school. I mean, I think, you know, anybody who went to art school at the time was influenced by it or, you know, it was like a candle in the darkness. of like You can make crazy weird stuff and somebody might actually put it on television. <laughs> like, right. um, So, you know, I think that's changed now because they're – you know, if you're a cool, like, teenager in the middle of nowhere, you've probably got a Tumblr where you're reposting great stuff and that you have so many more ways to get to great stuff. But I still think there's a place for curating and finding 
Yeah, and, and it's not easy to make animation, and I think that's kind of the difference between, like, you know, the liquid television of back then and the liquid television of now, uh, or, like, why why you even need one. Hmm. How You know, you said that you've kind of shifted um, or adjusted, you know, what you had the soft launch to where it is now. What are some of the things that you've had to learn, perhaps bringing liquid television, the original one, up to speed till now, like what are some of the differences that you notice or would like to share? Mm. Well, I think one of the first things that, which David was talking about earlier, was getting over the fact that we did have in our minds a, a launch date, and we, <laughs> and we kind of we kind of publicized that, too, and so there was a while of just dealing, you know, with uh, for both ourselves and for fans of the original Liquid TV who were really wanting to see this, who were just kind of like, where where is it? Like, when do we get to see it? So sort of navigating that. But um, we've also, I mean, since last October or, yeah, since last October, we've well, there's been some new stuff that we've released online. So um, there's mostly we've been operating on liquidtelevision.com now. Um, and uh, but we've had, we've also had some new stuff come out also offline too. So we ha- we did a Liquid Television produced music video for the band Wallpaper, um, which which you know got airplay. Um, and yeah, and then we released a few new exclusive shorts on LiquidTelevision.com as well since October. Yeah, and for anyone who's looking for the the archive there, I realized as I was poking around more today that there are old episodes up on the website. Um, yeah. And through the MTV one too, right, I believe? Well, all of this is done, I mean, we're our own little experiment within MTV, but it's all like the MTV player, so right. you know, okay. I think you can find the same stuff. I, we try to organize it towards yeah. people who are looking for liquid television yeah. stuff. You can find it on MTV.com, but it's a lot easier just to go to liquidtelevision.com and it's all yeah. it's all laid out there. And, and I want to make Sure, people head over to your Tumblr too. It's Liquid Television on Tumblr. Pretty easy to remember because that is absolutely fun. And I love the people that you showcase. How do you decide um, who to, you know, who to who to post? That, that's not a sentence, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's been the learning process. I mean, I think when we started, we were almost like just kind of. Like making up what liquid television was as we went, you know, like we we had the the guiding vision of of OG Liquid TV from the early 90s, but um, we were sort of like pulling and grabbing from a lot of different places, and I think in the past 12 months we've refined that quite a bit, um, you know, and it's like hanging out on the internet and going to going to websites that are cool like Animate That TV or you know, like uh, Cartoon Brew or wherever, you know. Just yeah, working. I mean, there's just been a lot of conversations where, you know, we go into a room and, and like, watch a lot of great animation, and I think it's just you, you become, like, I mean, like any editorial voice, it's like you it you start watching and saying, like, okay, that's, that's amazing, but that's not liquid mm-hmm. television. Mm-hmm. And right. there's a filter of, like, you know, this, these things are liquid television. And we did a screening at the um, Los Angeles Animation Festival. Um, and 
didn't prep at all, and there there was a you know Q and A afterwards that had a number of like original television people on the Q and A, um, and you know I mean like I think it would have been smarter to kind of have <laughs> a debriefing beforehand, but you know the question was asked of this you know, to the original liquid television people, does this live up to the vision? And, you know, I was relieved and flattered that they said it did. But, you know, I think everybody who's working on this is working on it because they care about liquid television. You know, there's not a mandate from within Viacom of like, we need crazy artsy animation for our shareholders, you know. (laughs) So, you know, there's been you know, as much deference and respect to the original and a lot of people being like taking very seriously, we want to get this right. Like we're not just slapping this name on like some dumb cartoons that we found somewhere. And I think also because all of us who are working on this, and I say all, there's, we're mostly here in this room right now, but who have been working on this also, you know, grew up watching Liquid TV too or watching early MTV animation. So we... We also, you know, we have that too. Like it was, it was pretty formative for for us who are working on it. Well, what are your some of your personal favorites from the past then? Eon Flux. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Eon Flux is like, I would say in terms of favorites, like the the favorite. favorite. Yeah. I, w- I wish I could be more obscure. And yeah. <laughs> My favorite one is, um, well, of course, Eon Flux, but. Um, Totally my inspiration for life, but um, a little lonely, but that's okay. Um, Art School Girls of Doom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good oh, one. Oh, my God. And I think there's that's, only, like, a couple, right? Or like Of Art School Girls, Girls of Doom, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's just a handful. There I mean, was, Dog there, Boy's great. Yeah, Dog Boy. There was a, a great short called Honey Bunny that was one of my favorites. That was just a one-off, weird, like, sex joke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, going back I and watching the clips now, I'm 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 remembering, because I would have these good memories. I'm like, where where did that happen? Remember this random thing, and there's the little monitor and the apple, and then they do, like, a makeover, and it's like, oh, that's where it was. It was on Liquid Television. I certainly yeah. need to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and actually, uh, the, our social media has been really great for that because there are so many fans who have those memories that are like, I remember there was a dog laying on a carpet and something happened, but what, when, where, and so, you know, things like Facebook have been great kind of gathering points for people to kind of remember that stuff and locate it and figure it out. And I just want to mention this, too, because... Um, because there was there was one cartoon that I was looking for and it took me a couple of years and it and I don't think people knew but like it was on Nickelode it was on Nickelodeon and didn't like wasn't MTV and Nickelodeon owned by the same people at one point? Do you guys yeah, know that? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. it's all Viacom. Yeah, that's, that's what I yeah okay but I mean like you would see these artists cross over between like the children and adult realm and I've always loved that um, that kind of. Um, because we're obviously adults now, and we still like cartoons, and it's safe and okay too. And I feel like it's interesting that we've, you know, grown up, and it's evolving with us in in these new mediums. I really like that. 
Well, and, you know, we worked closely. Yvette Kaplan, who was the animation director of the first the, of the Beavis and Butthead movie, you know, we worked closely with her. You know, she's out now doing a kids show, and you know, she's been in both worlds. Chris Bernowski of Tidmouse is also, you know, you know, he was also in the Beavis and Butthead movie and has done like great, insane adult animation, but also, you know, does kids mm-hmm. stuff. And I think, you know, animation is in that weird line where it's like. You, you have that that expectation of like fun, you know, childlike images, and that I mean, it's just pleasurable viewing. It's not like, I mean, for the most part, I mean, there's experimental animation that requires like, you know, some kind of detachment. But I mean, if you're talking about cartoons, like cartoons are just fun and pleasurable, whether you're a child or whether you're you know, forty something or ninety something or whatever. And there's a ton of crossover. And I, you know, we have Wonder Showsins on the site, and I think. You know, that's a great, um, you know, probably the best take of warping like what childhood shows and animation could look like and be. And um, so it's definitely something we're still playing with. Well, what are some things that uh, you guys are excited about that's going to be coming out in the next year Um, from Liquid TV? Well, So as David mentioned, um, he mentioned Chris Pranofsky and Titmouse has been working on some stuff, which is pretty exciting. Um, yes. We've got um, Scott Mosier and Jim Mafood and some other folks working on stuff over there that will be coming out in in the coming in the coming months. Disco Destroyer. It's a it's a post apocalyptic disco infused black exploitation action cartoon um that's all of those things kind of on a speed racer like structure and it's great it's very cool and weird and like um i think that's going to be a lot of fun yeah that's a great one um we've got toby stretch who who um has done music videos for radiohead and kind of actually got known for his really um wild stop motion shot like usually shot outdoors with massive puppets um music videos he's an artist in philly and he's been working on something for us which is totally weird and amazing i mean he kind of takes like stop motion and it's not because he's building at life scale it's like macho man stop motion oh my god i can't even imagine that these structures are built on top of vans that are getting pushed across fields and it's like you know this very like physical larger than life stop motion that like i think i think the the way that it's made definitely comes across in the in the finished film we've just started um releasing online a series called world word which is from Peter Glantz of Imaginary Company and Becky Stark, who sings for Lavender Diamond. Um, so they've been doing these little shorts together with inviting their friends who are just basically indie artists to come make cartoons with them um, that are cute and fun and, and sweet. So we just released one of those yesterday, and we'll be doing that for the next month and a half. Oh, I didn't like- know that you guys did that because I was so excited about that, and, and I I kept my eyes open for when the first one came out. That's great. I didn't know that. Yeah. Now, so the drawings on that website is the same drawings on the cover of the Lavender Diamond record. Who does those drawings? Those little character round-headed, do you know? 
I think that's Peter Glantz. Um, okay. They're working with a bunch of different artists, but if I if I know what you're talking about, I think those are actually Peters. Okay. Because it's like the little bobbleheaded. I see them everywhere, yeah, but bobbleheads. Yeah. I can I can always remember music details, but when it comes to art, I I just go blank. <laughs> I can send you a link, but I can't remember the name. So. I can't remember anything ever. <laughs> um. Well, so, you guys, we did get a couple questions from our audience, and you guys actually answered a couple of them. But um, Amanda from D.C. asked if you guys accept sub- submissions. Yeah, I mean, we don't. what we don't want to do is have, like, an open – I mean, I think right. if, you, if you follow us on Facebook, if, like, you're interacting with us on Tumblr, you know, we're human beings and we're aware of the kinds of – things that are being shown to us. I think the important thing about liquid television is this isn't a contest. This isn't like, you know, we are seeking out great work from people who are making their first cartoons and people who are making their thousandth cartoon. Um, So we don't have an official submissions process. Like, I encourage anybody who's, like, into animation to turn us on to what they're doing. We read all the Facebook stuff. We read all the Tumblr stuff. We read every tweet that comes at us. But, you know... We, the hope is that we're, like I said, we're being super selective and that, you know, through our magical sauce of like five people spending all their time online trying to find the best cartoons for liquid television that we're finding it. So that's my oblique non-answer to that question. And I would add Amanda from D.C. We will look at your submission, especially because you're from D.C. Oh, no way. Are you guys from there? I'm I'm from DC, so fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. I wonder if well, you want to hear. Whereas I'll say, I'm sorry, your DCness <laughs> has no weight in my part of that decision. <laughs> but but good for you. <laughs> so um, we talked about some of your personal, both of yours personal past favorites. But um, what are your, some of your um, individuals' um, current favorite animators that you guys are excited about? I mean, all the stuff, anim- I mean, everything we've got, we're fans of. Um, I would add there's a guy named Joe Bennett that we've been doing a lot of stuff with who's just Bad a complete ass. genius, badass. I mean, Toby's great. Peter's great. Like, there's, you know, one of the reasons it's going so slowly is that we've really been picky. So the stuff that's ending up in the new Liquid Television is all, like, just incredible. I mean, I'm Disco's great. Like Ivis is, is is cool, and we should talk about that. I mean, I'm trying to think of what to turn people onto. Um, I I right now that's not a Liquid TV thing, but is a Tim Moss thing, and this is I'm not saying it's because of Tim Moss, but just because um, is there's a there's a new show called Black Dynamite that I'm just like super into, which is awesome, and just they just wrapped their first season on that. So. Julia Pott um, did a Valentine video for us, and I feel like she's, you know, animation can be so male and so dudish, and she's just, her film Belly was at Sundance. Um, she's done work with us, and we're a huge fan of hers, and I, I feel like she's somebody who's making animation that's, like, on a technical level as, like, badass as any of our, like, you know, Vikings or m- yeah. muscle cars crashing into each other kind of stuff. Um 
doing it completely from an independent film perspective. It's all her, you know, her voice, her vision, and I think she's definitely somebody that we're stoked on. Kirsten Lepore is finishing. Oh. Yeah, she's so excited. <laughs> yeah, she's she's awesome. Yeah, you know, she's finishing school right now, but um, she, I mean, expects amazing things to come from her because she just has a wild range that she's able to execute really, really well. Um, really super funny and artful at the same time. She's just amazing. I mean, I, I seriously am totally passionate about, about animation. I can't even tell you. Like, So now when I find things, I usually send things that I don't think anyone knows about. I used to send them to Cartoon Brew, but I'll make sure I send them to you guys too. Cause, just to see us. Yeah, <laughs> to see you guys. Just... Oh, I'm so, I'm so, I just get dreamy-eyed. It's the one thing, like, cartoons are the one things that, like, lift me up when I'm down, you know. Like, some of my favorite animations are during the, the, the earliest era of it when there are, like, completely no rules. And so I love, I love that about animation is because you can do it alone. Hello. That's, personally, if you don't know me, that's important. I'm, like, I like doing things alone. <laughs> and on the other hand, you can share it and it engages everybody, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, I think it's it's, and it's amazing to see the range of filmmaking that comes from. I mean, so many of our creators. I feel like you could put them at the helm of, like, you know, whatever movie, and they would be great. Um, it's just so visual, and like so much gets expressed. But we're we're definitely all animation fans on that. Um, Very cool. Well, what, I, what, do you, I, what don't we have in liquid television that we should? I honestly. I can't I can't think of anything. I mean, I think honestly not. I think I just as someone who works in new media, if there's any lulls, I'm like, "Oh no, are they still there?" But I know you guys are just digging stuff now because it's not always that easy. I'm like, "Where are they? What are they doing?" You're basically like my second boyfriend. <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? I said you're basically like my second boyfriend. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, yay! <laughs> I'll take it. Um, Your boyfriend is an entity. Is is uh -huh. a website. It's not surprising. Um, well, you guys, believe it or not, we have uh, we are getting to the end of the show. Um, mm -hmm. Is there anything else that, like, I mean, I covered my questions, and is there anything else that you wanted to share that? Um, you're excited about or about Liquid TV? We've got we five great half-hour episodes coming. When will they come? I don't know. Where but will they come? That's the fun. That's the fun. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. You're working with we that. Artists. We do have. I will. I will just add to that that meanwhile we do have a super active blog which you mentioned on Tumblr but also on LiquidTelevision.com and they're two different blogs so um, they're both great updated multiple times a day. And okay, I'll subscribe to that. Out. No disrespect. I just, I have to find it. Get it on my feed. Um, well, you guys, thank you guys so much for joining me. Um, once again, everyone head over to Liquid Television, also their Tumblr. Come on, this is an easy thing to Google. You can do it. Um, also follow them on Twitter. Um, I'll probably drop you guys another email so we can get some of the links up of what we talked about today up on the Sarah Tea Time site so everyone can reference it while they're listening. Um, but it's my least favorite time of the show, which is where um, we say goodbye. But thank you guys so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, and I hope we stay in touch, and um, I'll talk to you guys soon. Awesome. awesome.
Take care, guys. Bye. Bye. So thank you guys so much for joining me. That's David Harris and Anna Whitehead of Liquid Television. That's right, Liquid Television. The revamped and recreated Beyond the Soft Launch creation of one of my favorite uh, compilation animation shows that was at one time on MTV and now online. Um, so I want to thank everyone for tuning in to this week's episode of Sarah Tea Time. Uh, you can find our whole archive of past interviews up on sarahteatime.com or just subscribe to us through iTunes. Um, if you have suggestions for upcoming episodes, um, people that inspire me, that you'd like me to chat with, you can always submit through our website over at sarahteatime.com. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you all soon. The weekly podcast, every Wednesday. Sarah Teton.